praise to the Lord, especially for our seventh grade here, had the courage to help lead us in prayer and worship this morning. Let's welcome them and also let's put our hands together for them. The word that comes to mind is harmony. Uh, it just kind of sticks out in the readings today. And St. Paul says, by the endurance, we can use a lot of endurance right before Christmas, and by encouragement of Scripture, we might have hope. And may the God of endurance and encouragement uh, help you to think in harmony with one another. Harmony. And, you know, this time of the year, uh, we have dreams of harmony, I think. I often cheat this time of the year and begin to listen to Christmas music. Anybody cheat and listen to Christmas music before Christmas? How about silver bells? It's a dream about harmony. Uh, city sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner, you'll hear silver bells, silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling, hear them sing. Soon it will be Christmas Day. Soon it will be Christmas Day, and there's this image of people passing smile after smile. When's the last time you saw that? Sometimes we dream about what we don't have. We have plenty of disharmony. So we dream about harmony. And it's, it is in Isaiah that we see, again, this dream of harmony. You know, there's this, this image that the cow and the bear shall be neighbors, and together their young shall rest, like the lion shall eat hay with the ox, and the baby shall play by the cobra's den, and the child shall lay his hand on the adder's lair. You imagine the most poisonous snake in the world, an asp, a viper, and a little baby placing its hand on the viper. What do you think is going to happen? But in this dream of Isaiah, the most poisonous snake in the world that is responsible for most human deaths from snake bites, there's no poison. The poison has been removed. The sin of disharmony has been taken away. The viper has no more poison. And so we have the, this beautiful reading from St. Paul, again, encouraging us and granting us to live in harmony with one another in accordance with the voice of Christ Jesus. I have to think about going out to the wilderness and Isaiah is a place where we listen. The bar is the Hebrew word, it means word. Listen to the word, the voice. The wilderness too, and, and where John is preaching, is the lowest point on earth near the Dead Sea on the Jordan River the lowest point on earth. And it's also a place of great earthquakes. 
Uh, just like the Pacific is prone to earthquakes, the Middle East has some of the more numerous earthquakes in all the world. If you think of just an earthquake, maybe 12 miles deep, maybe t as much as 500 miles deep, the fault run, that fault line runs. And at a certain point along that fault line called the hypocenter, that's where the earthquake happens. And right above it, it could be 12 miles above, or it could be 500 miles above. That's where the most damage is done. But that fault line is, we can't reach it. We can't reach 12 miles down. We can't reach 500 miles down. That's where the disharmony starts, in places that we cannot reach. Did you ever say something nasty to someone and then all of a sudden you wonder, where did that come from? Or you lose your patience or, or you come home from school and take it out on someone because you had a bad day at school or where did that come from? Or I watched this video on, on internet and I, I shouldn't have watched it, but where did that come from? It's 12 miles deep. It's 500 miles deep in the wilderness. We cannot overcome disharmony. The disharmony of sin. And so that's where John the Baptist arrives in the wilderness. At the place of people's epicenter. And the only place that can reach it. Allow God to reach that disharmony. 12 miles down in our humanity, that place that causes wars between Ukraine and Russia, causes persecution of Christians in Syria, that causes a drug war in our own families, disharmony. Repentance is the only way to open up, to allow God to reach down that place of disarming. And so, I always think of, uh, you guys ever watched The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? The uh, Narnia? The Narnia is a place of where Christmas never happens. It's a place of disarmament. The witch has taken over. This little girl, Lucy, comes through a closet in a wardrobe and enters the world of Narnia and it's freezing outside, it's cold. It's a place where Christmas doesn't come. And the first person that she meets is a man that's half goat and half human. He's stuck between right and wrong. There's a disharmony like the goat and the human. There's a disharmony there representing animal and human. And what is his name? Thomas. And Thomas's job is to turn human beings over to the witch and to rob them of Christmas. And so Thomas meets her out in the cold. And there's a little conversation that happens there. Thomas says it's winter in Narnia. 
It has been ever so for so long, and we shall both catch a cold if we stand here talking in the snow. Daughter of Eve, he calls Lucy, far from the land of Sparanum, where eternal summer reigns around the bright city of the wardrobe. How would it be if you come and had tea with me? And so he invites her in out of the snow to give her tea. His job is to, to deceive her. So he begins to play a flute. And she begins to wander off into a dreamlike state. And there he's going to betray her, put her to sleep, and turn her over to the witch. But just at that moment, you hear the lion roar, Aslan. It's like John the Baptist roaring out in the desert. You hear the lion roar. And what happens to Thomas? He repents. He begins to cry. How could I do this to this little girl? How could I turn her over to the witch? How could I put her under the influence of the witch? How can I keep her in this land of Narnia where there is no Christmas? He begins to weep. And right at that moment, when the lion, when the lion roared, like John the Baptist's voice, grace, voice of God, the word of God, reached down 12 miles deep, 500 miles deep, into Tulma's heart, when he repented. And it is at that moment, there, that harmony begins to happen between Thomas and Lucy. And now for the spoiler. No, I wouldn't just, just read the book. It's a good book, a great movie. I encourage you to watch Narnia. And, and that's like us. John the Baptist, he has these people coming out in the desert. They think they're religious. They're the religious scribes and Pharisees. And what does he say to them? You brood of vipers. Back to the snake again. In other words, they still have the poison in them. They're still snakes. And they still have the poison. And he says, you brood of vipers. What is the opposite of harmony? It means in Greek. You're wiser than you think you are. You're holier than you think you are. In fact, you're holier than everybody else. He said, you brood of vipers. I don't have anything to worry about. I'll just die and go straight to heaven. Or I'm the creator now, not God. I'll create this world in my own image. You brood of vipers, he said. That's good. That's not God-centered. That's me-centered. That's the poison. He, when repentance happens, he's inviting them to repentance. Because at that moment, the voice of God can go 12 miles deep, can go 500 miles deep to that place of disharmony between us and God between us and each other.
how many of you are a little worried about Christmas because there's going to be that person that comes that there's a little disharmony with, or there's that person we hope comes but doesn't show up because there's disharmony. Anybody here experience disharmony in your life besides me? That's right where we need to be this second Sunday of Advent. Repent. Just let him in to go 12 miles deep and touch that place of disharmony. I can't do it. You can't do it. And that's why John the Baptist says so beautifully. He says, I'm not worthy to carry his sandals, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The one coming after me is mightier than I. Let's welcome him into our hearts. Amen.